0: Hello and welcome to ROI, Relevant or Irrelevant, the radio show where events of history are examined through the discussion of books, journal articles, papers, and presentations. Then historians and history buffs ask the question, what is relevant or irrelevant in today's world? My name is John Keeley, and this is the podcast segment of our show that's not broadcast on station KALA. Our guest for our 457th show is Dr. Dylan Carroll, author and history teacher at Butte College, who will be talking with us about his book, Invisible Wounds, Mental Illness and the Civil War Soldiers. Our history buffs for today's show are Rick Sweet and Ed Broders. Ed, you get to start us off this time. Thanks, John. Dylan, I'm curious as to where you looked when you wanted to, decided to write this book. Where did you look as far as
1: research and how long did this take? <laughs> yeah, I'll start with the second part of the question first uh, it took about 10 years yeah I started grad school in 2010 and finished it uh, last year so it was 10 roughly 10-11 years when I when I started grad school and I was reading a bunch of books I loved reading acknowledgements and they were always like this project took 10 years this was 10 years of my life and I always used to think god you suckers it's not going to take me that long um, uh, and yeah. of course it did <laughs> <laughs> oh, it yes. always very humbling you know So for the first part of the question, I read uh, a lot of letters and diaries held in university archives, like at the University of Georgia, where I studied. I read a lot of published letters and diaries of Civil War soldiers. And then I did a lot of research at St. Elizabeth's Hospital Records in the National Archives in Washington, D.C. And so I spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C. researching. And then um, archives throughout the South, such as uh, the archives in Atlanta for The Milledgeville Insane Hospital, South Carolina State Lunatic Asylum, and and the archives are in Columbia, and um, Western State Hospital, and the archives are in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time in archives throughout. Throughout really the country but a lot on the east coast
0: okay when you were talking about trying to compose of this because i mean this is a an incredibly vast area we all because um i've published jay's published <clears throat> rick has published you cut fat what was the toughest part of you when you were doing your research to say i think this is important but i i gotta let it go oh yeah
1: so uh the project started as a look at physical injury and psychological injury. So I was going to look at amputees, and I was going to look at psychologically damaged Civil War veterans. And then, very quick, I realized, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, yeah, too big, way too big. And it and it was, it was like putting together Frankenstein's monster. It wasn't. It just wasn't fitting together very well. It was kind of grotesque. So, uh, and and actually, you know, my PhD advisor, uh, Dr. Stephen Berry, he even further advised me to cut down and say, maybe you should focus on just North or South. And I didn't, I didn't heed his very good advice. I probably <laughs> should have done that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've all done um, that. Yeah.
1: So, uh, uh, yeah, so there was a lot of that and uh, I had to cut some chapters on... Sort of the post-war experience. There was a, a whole chapter on on soldiers' writings, you know, uh, veterans writing fiction, and kind of what that could tell us. And um, I ended up cutting that, which was kind of a bummer. There's some very cool veteran fiction out there, but that that ended up having to be cut as well.
0: Okay, Rick, Dylan, that may that may be your next uh, your next book. Who knows? Uh, you mentioned in the <laughs> the broadcast uh, portion. That there was major shift in uh, psychiatric and uh, psychological care uh, uh, due to experiences in uh, the civil war veterans that these people were treating. Could you point out a few things that that changed radically in terms of that kind of care
1: yeah so um, the 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 sort of mainstream Mental health care was run by uh, asylum superintendents. They called themselves alienists because they treated those who were alienated from society. And they ran these asylums, which were essentially retreats for the mentally ill, where they could relax, play games, read. You know, get some medicine if they needed it, but essentially it was a retreat. And surprisingly, that sort of therapeutic practice and philosophy didn't change that much because of the war, which is which is kind of astonishing. One of the things that changed was after the war, doctors attributed mental illness to alcoholism and way higher rates than before the war. And so they were looking at um, Civil War veterans who were who were who were um, alcoholics or were struggling with with. Uh, You know, booze. And they were blaming uh, alcoholism as the cause of their insanity at the time, which was a a standard thought. Uh, The big change, however, is the emergence of neurology. And neurologists say, no, you've got this all wrong. It's the central nervous system that is the seat of mental illness, and that it's not, you know, sort of. moral transgressions, that doesn't matter. Everything is biologically
0: based in the central nervous system. Okay. Ed? Yes. Dylan, one of the things we see nowadays is what's referred to as suicide by cop. Did you find any instances, or could you find them, where soldiers who had just kind of, you know, been driven over the edge and had had enough, that they just charged into battle hoping sort
1: of that it would all end? Oh, that's a great question that I, I don't know the answer to. I didn't I didn't deal too much with suicide only because there's uh I'm interested in it, but there's a lot of other work on it. And so I I I kind of felt that ground was trodden. And uh there there's great work by Diane Miller Somerville and uh and others about suicide, but, but I don't know the answer to that question. That's a great question. Okay. I, I didn't find any myself, but I wasn't really looking for it. Okay.
0: We would like to thank our noted guests for the 457th show, Dr. Dylan Carroll author and history teacher at Butte College who talked to us about his book, The Invisible Wounds, Mental Illness, and the Civil War Soldiers. The History for Day show uh, were Rick Sweet and Ed Broders. You can listen to ROI as it's being broadcast on Friday nights on KALA HD2 88.5 and 106.1 FM in the Quad City region at 9.30 p.m. You can also listen to the show as it's being broadcast on tunein.com put kala hd2 in the search box and look for roi many of our previously recorded shows can be heard at soundcloud.com just put kala radio in the search click on the first icon and scroll down to find roi shows you can also find roi on your favorite streaming platforms like spotify apple podcast and google podcast roi is recorded at station kala st ambrose university